This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. If you're a business owner or executive level leader looking to advance God's kingdom at work, sign up for one of their 2019 workshops at www.kingdomatwork.com slash events. Kingdomatwork.com slash events. And we're just so grateful that you tuned in. However you're listening, just know that we always pray ahead of time that the words that we speak, the things that, the questions that Martha and I ask and the answers that are given by our guests, that they would all come directed by God so that the words that we speak are ministering to you guys, our listeners. And we've got some really great information for you today. But before we get to that, just want to thank you for tuning in from all over Tampa Bay and all over the First Coast. It's so grateful that you've tuned in. Martha, why don't you just update people on our B1 of 367 campaign? Well, Jim, we launched over Labor Day because of um, the fact that we want to celebrate labor, celebrate the work that God has given us. And all month long, we have a campaign going on, Be One of 367. And we're just inviting our listeners, our followers, our supporters, our friends and family to join us and partner with us to help I work for him get across the country um, as fast as possible. And that Be One of 367 is just um, how it works out financially is if every if 367 people were able to give $100 a month for the next three years, we would be able to just um, explode what I work for him is able to do. But whatever that may look like for the individual, we want to just encourage people to come and partner with us. They can go to iworkforhim.com forward slash donate to learn more and set up their recurring uh, gift. That's right. Iworkforhim.com forward slash donate. And just to know that we also want to hear from you. We love hearing from our listeners. Call the listener line and give us some feedback. Let us know maybe some future interviews you'd like to hear. 866-713-9675. 866-713-WORK. All right. It's easy to find lots of Christ-centered groups focused on discipling and mentoring Christian business leaders of for-profit organizations. But did you know that faith-based nonprofits or not-for-profit organizations have different issues and different challenges and they need different training and direction? But where do they go? Where do they go to talk with other organizational leaders that are struggling with exactly the same things? That's where Christian Leadership Alliance comes in, an organization focused on the challenges facing nonprofits as they pursue excellence within the kingdom. I came across this organization while on LinkedIn, and I, and I pursued a conversation with their CEO, Tammy Heim. This was such a great conversation that I thought we would that it, this should be talked about on the air. As a leader of a faith-based nonprofit, I now know the challenges facing us because Martha and I both came from a for-profit background. We now know the challenges facing nonprofits or not-for-profits, and they're different, definitely, from a for-profit company. So Martha and I are so excited to be able to welcome Tammy Heim to, to I Work For Him. Tammy Heim, welcome. Thanks, Jim and Martha. It's so good to be with you today. And we're just excited to hear more about the Christian Leadership Alliance, and uh, it, it just really... There's just so many great resources out there, and almost everybody listening has a favorite nonprofit that they're connected to, and a lot of them know and understand that they face different things. So before, Tammy, we get to talking about Christian Leadership Alliance, we always ask this question of every new guest on I Work For Him. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Oh, wow. Um, God did amazing work in my life, and he really planted the seeds when I was very, very young. You know, I grew up and I had a grandmother who my family situation wasn't good, but she was determined that I would know and love God. And so when I was under her care, she would take me to church every day. And I grew up loving the idea of God, but I didn't turn my whole life over to him until the day after I graduated from college. 
And I was very determined about what I was going to do when I graduated, and I was looking for a different life than what I grew up in. Um, and I was in church, and basically I was sitting there saying, hey, God, look at me. Look at what, look what I've been able to do, and now I've got this big career. And he was silent, and I was desperate for him. So I left church, and I went to the bookstore at Purdue University, and I bought a Bible. And for the next 45 days, I was consumed in God's Word, and I had never been a student of the Word. And I believe that the Holy Spirit just wooed me to the point that the day after I graduated, I stood up, I went to see my brother who had recently come to know Christ, and I said, I don't want to live another day of my life without Christ in control of it, and I have no idea what that means, but I know that's what I want. And that was the day I was never the same. Wow, that's fantastic. As we talk today with Tammy Heim, she's the president and CEO of the Christian Leadership Alliance. Check them out online, christianleadershipalliance.org, christianleadershipalliance.org. Tammy, that was such a powerful um, example of how God has worked in your life. And, um, you know, you, you mentioned that that was right after college graduation. So taking that college graduation, let's talk about your career and where God led you. Well, it's, it's interesting, you know, when I was young, and I told you that I was in love with the idea of God, I always had these visions of being a missionary, and for some reason, God planted Haiti in my heart. And even though I didn't know anything about it, I just felt like I wanted to go there. Now, my parents at that time wanted nothing to do with faith or religion, and so they really um, just made it impossible for me to even think about that. But then when I was 12, I saw the miracle on 34th Street. I fell in love with Maureen O'Hare. I love the idea of the Macy's Parade. And I said, well, I'm just going to go run department stores. And that was the vision that I always had for my life. Well, after I made my decision for Christ, I had big plans for pursuing that career. But um, I always say that God rewrote the text of my life when I opened the book of my heart to his eyes. And so in that rewriting of the text, that dream I had for retail evaporated. And God sent me on another, in, on a, in another direction. Now, it was still, it ended up still being in the space of retail, but it was doing something that I never thought I would do in retail. But it was exactly where God wanted me to be. And that really started me on a journey that I would have never planned for myself. God showed up and exceeded any dream that I had, even as a, year of, uh, as a child at as 12, uh, 12 years old. And... Um, so I pursued retail that led me to many other places. And then interestingly enough, in 2010, when the earthquake happened in Haiti, my husband and I went on a mission trip there. Uh And since there, since that time, we've been there 40 times discipling 133 orphans who we consider an extension of our family and by an extraordinary invitation of God actually had an opportunity to adopt one of them and bring them home. So not anything that I would ever imagine, but it just goes to show that God really does have a plan for us, and he knows the desires of our heart. So it's been interesting to see God work that out in my career path and lead me to a point now where I'm in full-time ministry, taking everything that I've learned over 30 years and using it to strengthen other Christian leaders in the nonprofit space so that they can do the same But isn't it true, Tammy, that you've been in full-time ministry that whole time? You just wouldn't have been maybe full-time vocational ministry to other ministries. But at what point in time did you understand, 
I work for him. Did, what time, at what point in time did you understand the connection between your faith and your work? Well, that's such a good point, Jim. Um, well, I believe that I understood that I worked for him when that conversion happened. And what changed in my life is, you know, people talk about what did God save you from and for. And he saved me from my own self-ambition so that I could be on a path for his ambition and the gospel. So when I look at my professional career path, instead of the Tammy who would have been thinking, what am I going to do to get that next promotion to, you know, to move ahead and to realize my plan, I was focused in the moment. I was present to the people I was serving, and I was desperately looking for opportunities to share Jesus with them. And then once that would be accomplished, wherever I was, God would open the door, and then I would move. So I was promoted into positions I never sought, um, often feeling that I wasn't the most qualified for them. So I was always aware of a gap that I had and that I needed God to fill that gap. And he moved me along into places where my influence expanded and I had more of an opportunity to live out my faith before people and to get into those precious conversations where I could actually tell them about Jesus. So you're right. Vocationally, I was hardcore on it in the mission field, in the marketplace. But now God's called me back. So that really, um, I'm primarily focused on the leaders in nonprofit organizations and helping them understand the business side of ministry so they steward it well and they have the opportunity to reach and impact more people. All right, we're talking today with Tammy Heim. She's the president and CEO of the Christian Leadership Alliance. Perhaps you're connected to a nonprofit faith-based organization and you know that they could use just a little help fine-tuning, refining, and building excellence within their organization. Boy, would I love for you to check them out online. ChristianLeadershipAlliance.org. Do your friends who are running the organization a favor, connect them to ChristianLeadershipAlliance.org. So, Tammy, you've been sharing how God has really woven your story with a lot of amazing elements and him being um, making himself aware, you aware of him throughout different stages. How did you end up now where God led you to the Christian Leadership Alliance? Well, Martha, for me, it seems like um, my life has just been this series of amazing seasons, and that each one of them was preparing me for whatever it was God had next. And it even started when I was 16, and I had this desire to work in department stores. I went to work in department stores, and then, as we mentioned earlier, after I graduated, I went into a management program with Federated Department Stores. And during that time, I got professional training, and I started to understand what was important to customers, their needs, and how do you meet them. I left that organization, and I went to big box specialty retail, um, Borders Books and Music. And there, more professional training, but I was able to take the things that I learned at Federated, apply them at Borders, and in the time I was there, we doubled the size of the organization. But I was dealing with products that were very emotive, books and music and movies. And when you think about those, those are markers and reminders of significant times in our lives, right? And things that really changed and inspired us. Well, I left big box um, retail and actually went into Christian publishing. And I served as the chief publishing officer for Thomas Nelson. And that was God's way of moving me a little bit closer um, to content and to helping make him known even more. 
Mm-hmm. And there, I was dealing with product, the whole life cycle, the beginning of an idea that God has inspired, taking it, developing it, bringing it to market and back again. And there, I was in the business of transformational content, things that would change the course of someone's life for eternity. Then technology hit. I left Thomas Nelson and actually worked for a technology and branding firm that worked with Christian communicators and authors and churches. And I said, that's where I got my digital groove on and actually wrote a book called At Sticky Jesus, How to Live Your Life Online. And that was a field guide for Christians to understand what is my behavior? How do I reflect Christ in my social interactions? Mm. So I was at the end of two years in serving in that firm, uh, that firm and we the, the business just grew at an unprecedented rate. And then the door opened to Christian Leadership Alliance. And I just knew after I went and I met with the board that everything that I had done before was preparing me for this moment in time. Right. So the, the, the caring for people, the transformational quality of things that happen, the technology, what God enables in this day and age, and how all that could come together to strengthen leaders so that they could have greater kingdom impact in their ministries. So let's talk about that. Perfect timing. Yeah. So, but I asked you a question. You didn't hear me while you were doing. So, did you ever get to work at Macy's? <laughs> well, actually, here's the story. Federated eventually all became Macy's. I thought so it when did, I, but I couldn't yeah, remember. So when I, so when I was there, I was responsible for the Lazarus chain of stores and Goldsmiths in Tennessee. When I left at that time, and then right after I left is when they named they changed the name and all of the stores are known as Macy's now. So I got so close, so close <laughs> to that moment in time. But now when I look back, if I say I worked for Federated, I almost have to say Macy's because a lot of people wouldn't understand the day when department stores all had their own name. Sure. So, yeah, no, we get go. that. All right. So Christian Leadership Alliance, give us the, give us the 30 second of what is this all about? Well, it started back in 1975 when um, some accountants that were working for World Vision um, were asked to come in by Ted Engstrom to rethink all of the financial structure. And they looked it over and they said, do you want us to do it? Ted said, yes, I believe in excellence. And then it was catalytic for World Vision because it gave them data and information that would help them communicate more clearly the impact to those that were willing to invest in the ministry or donate to it. And that's where it all started. And the DNA there of leaders coming together, Ted said, you need to go and you need to teach other ministries what, was, what, what you did here. So a group of 20 gathered in Rogers Stadium in 1976. And for the past 40 years, leaders have come together, sharing their best practices, learning from each other, putting their egos and their logos at the door, and really saying, how do we strengthen each other as the body of Christ so that we can do more of his work? in this world. So it's always been about operational excellence, meeting biblical principles um, for the good of advancing the kingdom. And that's very true today. And we're really excited because we're at a moment in time in Christian Leadership Alliance where we're really starting to think about how we reset the way we do everything that we do so that we're going to be relevant for that next generation of nonprofit ministry leaders to get what they need to continue their ministry work. 
That's powerful because there are so many millennials that are passionate and like, I don't want to wait till I'm 50 to start supporting and start set up my own nonprofit. I want to get it done now. Hey, we're talking today with Tammy Heim. She's the president and CEO of the Christian Leadership Alliance. Boy, would I love for you to check this out online. ChristianLeadershipAlliance.org. ChristianLeadershipAlliance.org. Okay, you said that you really want to help leaders of faith-based organizations to drive operational excellence, or you said best practices throughout their organizations. What do you mean by that? Can you give us some examples of that? I mean, tell us, give us, tell us a story. Well, there's such a great need for strong Christian leadership in the world. And actually, you know, there's been a need since the beginning of time. You know, Scripture documents, you know, that, um, that well, you know, it's easy for leaders to fall. Um, it can be difficult and challenging sometimes, and we just live in a time where all of that is more immediately known, right? So the need has always existed, and there's many choices. But at Christian Leadership Alliance, um, we provide those resources and experience that leaders can trust. Um, within the Alliance, we have the benefit of experience and knowledge um, that we know can benefit leaders today and in the future. And when you think about the founding council members of the organization, when you think about the Salvation Army and World Vision and the Navigators and Campus Crusade for Christ and Compassion International, I mean, those organizations have been part of the leadership construct. I mean, CLA has been part of what's developed leaders there through the years. So there's so much that's been accomplished through the impact of those organizations that now can benefit the other 87,000 that exist in the United States today. Eighty. 7,000 faith-based nonprofit organizations. Yes. That's amazing. That's a big, big number. And those are some big... And and think about it. That's probably 500,000 leaders that are hungry to be competent and eager, seeking the ways that they can take the vision that God has given them and reach as many people as possible. Why? The desire is there. Why do you think, though, that non nonprofit organizations and specifically faith-based nonprofit organizations, let's just say, and specifically Jesus-based nonprofit mm-hmm. organizations, why do you think they struggle with competence, with excellence, with, um, you know, with executing best practices? Why is it that you think, and it's not, I know it's not categorically and universally, but it is quite widespread. Well, if you think about it, um, Jim, Martha, People wake up and they're inspired. They see something that God wants to accomplish. And they're fueled and they're fired by this vision of what could be. But then there's this moment of reality that says there's foundational things that need to be in place that will really enable that envision to happen. And so if you think about the aspects of the business of ministry and how do they set up things in such a way that they can operate this ministry so that it's transparent that it's solid, that it's based on biblical principle, and that they have the proper way of stewarding whatever resources, whether financial or people, that come to the ministry in such a way that it enables them to do more ministry. So there's just a competency gap. And if you think about it, um, you're probably aware there's a lot of nonprofit ministries that start, and then they try to assemble a board, and what they have in the board is a group of enthusiasts who are excited about the mission, but don't necessarily have the skill set to govern the ministry today and for the future well. 
And that's where ministries get stuck. It's in that executive leadership and the understanding of everything that's required in order to realize the vision that God has given them. You know, so, and I, so hope af- it- I hope after the break that I, we're able to really delve into what that looks like and how you come alongside them, because I think that's going to, it's perking up the ears of a lot of people that are going, I can relate. I had this great idea. I've got this nonprofit. I put some of my friends on the board and we don't really know what we're doing. So I'm anxious to hear what, um, what, how you come alongside those organizations in a little bit. That's why we're spending our time today talking with Tammy Heim. She's the president and CEO of the Christian Leadership Alliance. Find them online, christianleadershipalliance.org. So, Tammy, we've been talking, you've kind of set the stage for um, where Christian Leadership Alliance came from and this desire for faith-based organizations to have great best practices. How, now let's get down into it. How are you guys actually helping these organizations? What is it that you can do for them and how do you make that connection? Well, we think about the work that we do, and we've identified eight core foundational disciplines that are necessary for a ministry to um, thrive, to operate well, um, and then to be able to flourish. And in each one of those disciplines, then we go deep and we provide training and equipping for them. Um, so that they can attend conferences, go to webcasts, um, they can go to the online academy, they can take 10-week courses in them, um, and then they can also come to the conference. We have several programs where people go in, they complete a body of work, they come out on the other side, and they're much stronger and smarter in that area. In fact, we have one program, one program that I always say, my greatest hope is that they go through that program and they become consciously incompetent, so they clearly know where they need to shore up their learning gaps. So, Tammy, that's what I want to hit on that. You said they finish a program. Talk to me about some of the some of the specific things that you see nonprofits, specifically faith-based, Jesus-believing nonprofits, something that they consistently struggle with. What is it that you're seeing? Well, a lot of it comes with understanding the full scope of what they're responsible when it's responsible for when they step into a leadership role. I mean, if you think about it, most people come into a leadership role and they have key strengths or a lot of knowledge in some areas. Hopefully they're coming into that role because they have great leadership skills, right? Well, when they come in, all of a sudden now there's areas that maybe they aren't competent in and that they don't really understand. And usually it's areas like financial management. It may be tax and legal. It may be an understanding of how do I really interact with a a board of directors and how do I ensure that there's right governance and how do I communicate with them? Or it may be what is it that I need to do to connect people, their, their emotions and their intellect, to the mission of the ministry so that they'll want to come and be part of it. So there's always different gaps that a leader will have when they enter into it. And so we try to shore those up for them um, so that they have a better understanding. And really, it's a stewardship issue. It's if they can take care of the things that they've been given and operate with this level of excellence, then it just makes the space where they can do more ministry. Because donors are always looking, what are you doing with what you have? And how can we come alongside you to do more? 
And donors always want to know that the ministry is operating at a certain level so that they're making wise investments with their money and their funds and their support. When you see somebody go through your programs, and like you said, you had online trading, you've got, um, well, review that again. So you got stuff online. I know you got programs online. I know you have your annual conference. We're going to talk about that in a minute. What other kinds of trainings do you have in addition to those? Well, if you break it down, there's a lot of things that we do that's web-based. Each year, we influence the thinking, behavior, and development of about 150,000 leaders. And a lot of that comes from our online resources. So 24-7, we have CLA TV, which is internet, television, and radio. that's constantly programming um, content that will feed the heart and the mind of Christian leaders. Um, We publish a daily paperly every day. And on that, people can learn what leaders are thinking and what ministries are doing. And it's a great touch point every day to say, you know, who's on the spot taking action and advancing the kingdom. Um, We blog. Uh, We blog three times a week. And the CLA Higher Thinking blog is actually among the top 10 in Christian leadership on the Internet today. And then we publish newsletters. We do a quarterly magazine. So there's a lot of resources out there that touch a lot of people and meet a lot of their needs. And then online, we do webcasts. We have an online academy, and those courses run for 10 weeks in duration, and they're broken up into five sessions, and they're shared experiences because others come online. And that's probably where we see the deeper, more transforming work happen because there's a commitment to go deeper, and going deeper in community um, always yields a much stronger outcome. And that online academy is the base of what we call our credentialed Christian nonprofit leader program where they um, complete a body of work that exposes them to all eight of those disciplines that I mentioned earlier and really gives them the full view of what is it that I need to know and understand in the scope as, as a leader of a nonprofit organization. All right. We're talking today with Tammy Heim. She's the president and CEO of the Christian Leadership Alliance. Check it out online, christianleadershipalliance.org, christianleadershipalliance.org. It just sounds like you have an amazing amount of resources on there. I want to I just go back. If you could just re, uh, review for us, what are those eight disciplines that you're really trying to help leadership of faith-based op, uh, organizations to, to bring out excellence in those eight disciplines? What are those eight disciplines again? Well, we categorize them into three big buckets. So the first bucket is leadership. We call them the three ships that need to sail, right? So we have leadership, and in that, it's the executive leadership of the team, and it's board governance. Because between the two, that's where vision and strategy is birthed and where execution has to happen. So two of them, executive leadership and board governance. The third bucket is stewardship. And again, that's looking at the finances and the people that an organization is called the steward and to do it within the legal limits and parameters of the world in which we live. So that's finance, tax, and legal, and HR. The third bucket is relationship. And that's where we have the training on resource development, often called fundraising, marketing communication, how are we commuting internally, externally, how are we connecting people, and then internet and technology. What is it that's happening in this time and space that enables us to communicate even more effectively with the people and to track responses? 
so that we get real-time data and we can be nimble and respond to the things that we see. So leadership, stewardship, and relationship. It's executive leadership, board governance, finance, tax and legal, HR, resource development, marketing and communication, and internet technology. So Tammy, this is incredibly intriguing and I'm sure that it's piqued the interest of a lot of people that are either on a board somewhere or involved with a nonprofit if they're not directly in the leadership. You mentioned earlier in the interview um, something about membership. Is is that what drives all of this? Is that how organizations get connected with you guys? Is through a membership program? Well, I would say that we have rings of involvement. So membership um, really signals that I'm committed and that I'm involved. And right now we have 1,200 official member organizations of CLA. But as I mentioned, through our subscribers and through our social followers, we're actually impacting over 150,000 leaders a year. Last year, we produced almost a million verifiable equipping encounters um, that we know went out and touched different leaders. So membership's important because it really signals that I'm part of this community. So when people come in to CLA, they're learners, and then they begin to engage with each other, and then they have the opportunity to accelerate in their knowledge and their understanding, and then they really become disciples of others. So it's about leaders investing in each other. One of my most favorite verses that describe it is 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 7. Diversity of gifts, but the same spirit. Difference in ministry, but the same Lord. And diversity of activities. But you know what? They're for the profit of all. ChristianLeadershipAlliance.org. You may say, Jim, Martha, why? Why should I check them out? Well, almost all of us are connected to a faith-based nonprofit of one sort or another. Whether it's our local church or it's our local organization serving within the community, we're always connected. And what the Christian Leadership Alliance wants to do is help the leaders of those organizations to operate with excellence, with best practices in mind. And a lot of times they could use a little encouragement. And that's why we brought Tammy on because I wanted to make sure everybody knew this resource was out there and available right now out of the almost 90,000 nonprofits that are out there in the United States of America. That's what you said, right, Tammy? 90,000? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 87,000, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I was rounding up. There you go. Ah, And there's more applications at the government every day. So we know that for sure. Absolutely. Yes. And out of those, only 1,200 are actively engaged in your training programs, but yet you're touching 150,000 leaders a year through lots of different rings of of ways they can connect with you. I want to talk about you've got. How do people engage with you? What are the different ways they can? I mean, is there a membership fee to get into certain things? And I mean, just tell us how people, the different ways people can get can engage with Christian Leadership Alliance. Sure. I, I would say that there's different rings of involvement. First of all, we are very active on social media. You can find us at, um, on Twitter at CLA Leader. We're on Instagram at, at CLA Leader. We have a Facebook page. Um, we actually are active on LinkedIn. And we even do things on Pinterest. Um, So we're out there in that social space. And a lot of times that's where people will encounter us. And we make amazing connections like ours, Jim. We met on LinkedIn. Yes, we did. And so people actually meet there and spend time there. Yes. Yeah. So followers get access to the content that we provide. And then when they find things that they like, then they can actually subscribe. So there's things that can come directly to their inbox. And that is always deposit wisdom and value into their life as a leader. 
And then they may choose to get more involved. And at that point, that's when membership makes sense. Now, for an individual to join the Alliance for a year, it's $149. And then if they want to bring on their whole organization, well, there's tiered levels for how many people the organization want to invest in in that year. So each level of of membership gives them a certain number of seats, and they build a roster, which is their commitment to invest in those leaders. And then at that point, they have access to benefits and to discounts and to premium content that's really just there for them um, so that they can go deeper. And then it opens the door for them to engage in some of our more robust, deeper transforming educational programs. But Jim, you said something really interesting that I I really want to stress. We serve, my staff and I serve the Alliance, but the content and what is created is because of the members that are engaged in it. So I'm not trying to write programs and do educational things. It is knowledge that's coming directly from practitioners Mm. who have tried things and done things and have said, now I want to give back to the body. And the same thing with some of the professional service providers that are part of the alliance. You know, they could have gone to the general market and made a lot of money with marketing and some of those other skills, but they said, no, we want to serve the body. And they're part of the alliance too. You know, I think there's two I think there's two things there that you're saying that really resonate with our listeners. And one is that we often talk, Jim, on our show about um, being people of excellence in our Mm -hmm. workplace. And so one of the Mm -hmm. things that you've really stressed is that Christian Leadership Alliance is there to help the organizations to operate with excellence. And um, that is incredibly important, especially when they are walking out the name of Jesus Christ and what they're doing. And the other thing that you just said that I want to just emphasize is the fact that you um, are not reinventing the wheel. When somebody has gone through something and figured it out and gotten it down to, you know, this is how we we should do it or a checklist or whatever it might be. And that's something that God's told us for years is we don't need to reinvent the wheel. We are all in this together and can learn from one another. So the collaboration that yes. you are um, um, being an example of is incredible, Tammy. And that's with the Christian Leadership Alliance. So that's Tammy, what we're really about. Yeah, and I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Well, no, I mean, it goes back to we are creating the places and the spaces where the wisdom can be exchanged. So that greater kingdom impact can be realized. What does that and kingdom impact? Does it, what's that kingdom impact look like, Tammy? Well, if you think about the organizations that are part of Christian Leadership Alliance, it is a very diverse group. So we'll have rescue missions, pregnancy crisis centers. We'll have Bible translators. And then, you know, we have the mega organizations like the Salvation Army, um, ministries that focus on self uh, sex trafficking or the persecuted church. So it's, it's a mix of so many different ones. But the thing that's common is that they're all reaching out to some part of humanity that has a desperate, deep need. And in many cases, they're touching people at the absolute end of themselves, and they're bringing relief in the moment. They're restoring hope and dignity. And in that precious time, They're introducing them to Jesus. And that is the unifying factor of the alliance. 
so when we come together, you look across and you see all these different ministries and you get a small glimpse of how intricate God's redemptive plan is for this world through those ministries and the impact that they're having around the globe. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that because you every year hold a conference where you pull all those people together into the same room per se. And you've got one coming up next April. Just a reminder, we're talking with Tammy Heim, president and CEO of the Christian Leadership Alliance. Check them out online, christianleadershipalliance.org, christianleadershipalliance.org. When you, you, next April is your next conference, right? April of 2019. Yes, it's April 16th through the 18th, and it's at the Dallas Hyatt Regency on Reunion. And um, we're super excited about this time, too, because actually we're holding the conference for the second time since I've been in leadership at Christian Leadership Alliance um, during Holy Week. And when you think about it, you may say, wow, that's kind of a strange time to have it. And the conference ends on Thursday, but it's really the reason we exist. And for us to come together as this large community of nonprofits, really wanting to transform the world for Christ, it's the reason we exist. And we get to come together in community to pray, to worship, and to sharpen our skills. So again, we can go out and make even a greater impact in the world. So what, if somebody attends that conference next April, so they, they could check it out online, I'm sure, at christianleadershipalliance.org. When they go, what can they expect? What will the, what, what will the experience be all about? Well, obviously, there will be in-depth professional development in the eight core categories that we talked about just a moment ago. Um, the second level will be about networking and collaboration. You know, I visited 100 ministry members last year. And the number one theme was the recognition that we cannot do it by ourselves and that we need to collaborate with other ministries. And so Christian Leadership Alliance provides a place at the conference where people can do that. And then third, people just, you know, they receive incredible encouragement and inspiration to keep running the race. It's hard. But when they come together, they spur each other on to do good works and The other thing that I love about the Alliance is they don't want to just be great leaders. They want to be leaders that lead like Jesus. So they're looking how to put on Christ and reflect him and the leadership of their organizations. So it's a very inspiring, it's it's an inspiring time and the Holy Spirit shows up. And we're always amazed at how it's orchestrated so perfectly as he moves. Tammy, would, should people bring staff with them, or is this just for the top leaders and in the organization? Well, actually, we offer group rates for, um, for ministries that do bring their teams, and we find that the impact is greater when a team is brought because there's a shared learning experience, and then there's greater accountability. If you go to a conference by yourself, you might get really hyped up, and then you show up back you know, at work the next Monday, and people are like, oh, that's just conference boy, right? He's, he's been to that conference, and he's all fired up, and then reality sets in. Right. But when a team goes, there's more motivation. And really, the transformation is not just in hearing the things that you need to implement, but the transformation comes in the doing. You know, it's like when God tells us, be doers of the word. That's when the difference is made. So having a team come... Right. by far and away, will have a greater impact on an organization. 
So who should come really quick? Who are the organizations that should be there? Just in 10 seconds, like give some examples of ones that should be there at the conference. Well, ones that will always be there are some of the ones that I've mentioned. Um, I would say that anyone that's a leader in nonprofit workforce serving on a nonprofit board should come. Obviously, we are very Christ-centered in what we do, and so we're going and to be that's teaching what we want. biblical That's principles. what we wanted to hear. We're almost out of time. Tammy Heim, thank you so much for being on with iWorkRim. Thank you for being here from the Christian Leadership Alliance. Well, thanks for this time, Jim and Martha. It was great mm-hmm. to spend it with you. You've been listening to the I Work Ram Show with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace. It's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.